morning, brothers and sisters. This is Pastor Chuck with my buddy Bruce, who's asleep right here. And I'm uh, joining you from Long Beach, California. And I have a message today that I'm calling Power in the Pause. And this kind of was prompted because a couple of months ago, one of my daughters was sharing with me her frustration of waiting. Her husband was being headhunted and uh, the process was taking a long time but he also had a very good job with a good company and the offer from the new company was just taking a long time. So it was just a frustrating thing to be waiting even though there were good things possibly ahead. So she asked if I would pray for them and as I try to do, as I always try to do, I listen first to the person who's asking for prayer, but equally or sometimes even more, I'm asking the Holy Spirit to give me revelation, to show me how to pray and to show me what I might not be able to see with my uh, human eyes. So as I started to pray for her, uh, actually before I prayed for her, I heard myself say, well, you know, there's power in the pause. There's power in the pause. And um, when I said it, I, I thought to myself, oh, that's good. That's good. Where'd that come from? That's kind of like a, that's that's something. That's a word. <laughs> and uh, and uh, it, it, it was. And uh, you know, the truth is, a pause, uh, waiting, can be potentially very good. It can, it can you, you might be very attentive, and uh, it could be a chance to uh, use that to hear from God. You can also like fidget and mess around and like waste your time, but we can use our waiting in a positive way. The potential power is, is if you bring God into it and you ask God, listen, I'm in a period of waiting right now. Have you got anything for me? And we're basically trying to lean in and listen. So I do the same thing like whenever I get sick, I always ask, God, did I do anything? I mean, am I out of sync or? And you know, the funny thing is, uh, I almost always get something. Now, is it related? I don't know. I don't know, to be honest. And and if you're sick, don't, don't beat yourself up. I'm not trying to say that everybody should do that. I'm just saying that sometimes when you find yourself in the midst of a pause, uh, you can just ask God, say, look, have you got anything for me? And just listen and check and see. So what I mean to say is I try to leverage these moments uh, to listen, to pause, and it usually bears fruit. So Lindsay and I talk about this idea and what, be, what might become of this period of time for her and her husband. And she was quick to say that the pause had already really impacted them positively. They talked about their budget, their priorities, their use of time, what they wanted from the season of life. So we agreed that it had become much more than just this here and now, but a valuable way to leverage the tension, to leverage the tension of not knowing what was next and to lean into God. One of my all-time favorite passages is in Genesis 40 and 41. Now you probably all know the story. God had chosen Joseph for great things and even given him a, a, a dream about how this would look. And the thing is, is that things were a bit rough. You know, his family, like his brothers, threw him away, sold him. <laughs> it's a long story, a lot of pauses, um, a lot of rough, rough stuff. And uh, I love that though, because life can be like that. And at one point he's in prison and uh, he feels a glimmer of hope, I guess, because he was given the power to translate or to um, interpret the dreams of a couple of his cellmates. 
And before he goes, before they go to the king, he tells them, listen, uh, in verse 14, this is 40, verse 14, when all goes well with you, remember me and, and show me kindness, mention me to Pharaoh and get me out of this prison. But, right, they forgot. And so this is the passage I love and hate. So verse 23, 40, 23 says, the chief cupbearer, however, did not remember Joseph. He forgot, forgot him. And then at the start of the very next chapter, 41, it says, when two full years had passed, two full years, I, I mean, two full years is like, that's a long time. He, our man was in prison there. That's, that's tough. I mean, if it had been two weeks, I'd probably been like, oh man, what am I gonna do now? This is like, this is the worst place I've ever been. But the story gets good and things turn, turn around. So I'm not sure what happened during that period of his pausing, but God must have been strategic in doing it because I feel like he had a plan for Joseph and it worked out. Yeah, if you wanna read the story again, start at Genesis 37. It's a great story. So life presents pauses all the time. From a sick day to a pandemic to a time of waiting for someone or something and we can take those times and find power in the pause or not just saying or not you can choose to worry and find comfort in the wrong places and the wrong ways or you can sit with god and ask for revelation listen finding the power in the pause now these this is talking about like taking a pause the other kind I'd like to mention is making a pause. Let's look at one of the other passages we read today, Luke 5, 15. And it says, uh, but the news about Jesus spread all the more and great crowds came to hear him to be healed of their sicknesses. Yet, this is 16, yet he, means Jesus, frequently withdrew to the wilderness to pray. We find several references to Jesus himself pausing and I would say finding power in the pause. Time in prayer and time with his heavenly father. This, I think, was an example for us that he was giving us of making a pause. Or, you know, like in the third of the Ten Commandments. I mean, honestly, I, I, if it had been me, I probably would have made a, a, a required day off. You know, it just feels sort of like a waste of time and uh, I don't know. But uh, that is why I need a passage like that. I need that commandment and I need all the rest of those passages. You know, if you look in the Bible, the Sabbath is shown to us as a day of rest, set aside for rest and worship, commanded by God. And God said, just like he rested. So you can take the pause or make the pause and it has potential value both ways. In Psalms, I really like the term Selah. It's a word about which there's a bit of mystery, but we can translate it fairly accurately as pause. I especially like the way it's presented in the Amplified Bible. It goes like this, pause and calmly think of that. Hmm. In the book of Psalms, it's used in over 70 passages, like this one, Psalm 3, 4. With my voice, I cry to the Lord, and he hears and answers me out of his holy hill. Selah. Pause and calmly think of that. You sort of feel it. You know, sometimes there's there's some truths, some good words, and we, we we rush it maybe a little bit. We need to pause, calmly think. 
calmly think of that. Years ago, when I was in college, I remember I went to a men's retreat and I uh, was excited to connect and make friends with the guys. And we stopped our sessions for lunch, so I knew that this would be one of the, one of the best parts where we get to know each other and share. So I'd gone out, we, we all went out to our cars, and when I got to my car, it wouldn't start. I mean, nothing, you know, click, click. And I, I was surprised and bummed and, you know, I'm messing around trying to get it started. By the time I get out of the car, I look around, everybody's gone. So I'm like, oh man. So I, um, I look behind me, there's a restaurant. So I figure, well, I'll just go there. I'll get something to eat and I'll be back, you know, for the rest of the conference. So I get a seat and I put my Bible down on the table and the waitress comes over and she says, oh, are you Christian? And I say, yeah, yeah. And she says, uh, I used to be a Christian. I don't know, something about the way she said it. But suddenly, it's like everyone and everything disappeared. I was just like laser focused. And the, the full story is really good, but short story is pretty good anyway. And uh, basically, I just said, look, I feel like God set us up to meet. Would you like to get together after you get off work and talk about that, what you just said? So, long story short, she did and we did. And it was weirdly good. I mean almost holy I would say she'd had a very traumatic church experience and felt like she could no longer be a Christian um, that a slip in her walk had disqualified her and um, it was a real moment for both of us I can say is which is why 30, 40 years later I still can picture it God gave me words for her and her reaction was just so godly and she was restored now I was um, I mean almost in shock it was just so cool so after I had got done meeting with her, that, that was after the, uh, the conference was over, I went back out to my car and, yep, <laughs> it started. I don't know. Some stuff's hard to explain, but it did, and that was one cool pause. I have a bunch of other cool stories that I would love to share with you where I feel like I either took a pause or made a pause or God imposed a pause, um, but... Uh, God is good and uh, I think he's just waiting for us to give him a chance to do some fun and cool stuff. If you want to share some of your stories with me and talk some more, please come in for the Zoom Sunday School at 1030 this morning um, called Adult Sunday School and we can share and have some fun. So take and make, take and make, take and make. Take the pauses God gives you, look for them. Use moments of uncertainty and waiting to ask God to speak and then listen and make them like God told us to and like Jesus did. <laughs> we need to make pauses in our busy schedules. Taking what the world may give us as a stop or an obstacle and asking God to make it a time for a fruitful pause. I think we can do that and I think God will appreciate us asking. So this making, do we make pauses? I already said, I'm bad at this. I, I was raised, you know, we're busy is good. And, you know, you complain about it, but you're like proud of it. And being a workaholic is probably one of the few sins we proudly confess. So how do we take all the passages on Sabbath rest? I mean, not just the seventh day thing, but I mean, if you were to Google Sabbath in a Bible Gateway or Bible Hub, it's over 150 verses. And yes, it did make God's top 10. <laughs> so it's a big deal. It's a big deal. There is 
God, God intentionally is telling us there's, there's something big in this rest. Pause. So finally, whether you make it or take it, let me challenge you with this one last passage. This is from Isaiah 40, 31, and it's familiar, it's often used. This is how it goes in the Amplified, okay? But those who wait for the Lord, who expect, look for, and hope in Him, will gain new strength and renew their power. They will lift up their wings like, they will lift up their wings and rise up close to God like eagles, rising towards the sun. They will run and not become weary. They will walk and not grow tired. And um, interesting thing is um, sometimes it is helpful. And you know, if you look at Bible Gateway, Bible Hub down at the bottom, you actually can you can actually see the the original language, and they they break it down for you, and then they show you places that you can find that same word in other parts of the Bible, like the Strong Strong's Concordance. So I mean, we got some powerful tools these days. And this word is interesting because the Hebrew word. Kava means an, an active kind of waiting and other examples of where it has been used would be like in childbirth that you're waiting for the baby to come out. So very focused and very attentive and active waiting. So that's the kind of waiting in the pause that, that I'm talking about. To actively wait on God. All right. Okay, so here's my prayer for you. And I'm going to pray now and I'm going to talk to God, you listen, and you can pray with me. If you agree, then you say amen to what you agree with. And reach, reach down and see if you can't sync with me on this. We're going to ask God for some help with our pauses, okay? Or right, I'm going to pray right now. God, I thank you for this message and the pause moments that you offer us. I pray that you would remind us gently of the pauses we need to both make and take. Help us to see them. I know your word makes it pretty clear about making pauses, and but most of us are kind of lazy and don't make enough pauses. So we want more, but we see our pattern of not pausing enough. So I'm um, sorry about that. And we do want the power and the blessing of the pauses. So help us see the connection to take and make pauses. And I pray that you would bless the pauses that we make and take that we would truly find power in the pauses that we include you in. And you come into the ones that we might not fully invite you in because we just give you permission to do that. And I pray right now that in this time of being home between seasons or whatever this period is like for each of us, uh, that you would just show us, show me, uh, show us where best to pause and how best to take the pauses we're getting in Jesus' name. Amen. Alright. That was a motorcycle. <laughs> we're outside on the patio. That's the best I could come up with. So, oh, Bruce, we're outside. Uh, so anyway, 10.30 this morning. Uh, we're going to be meeting for the Adult Sunday School. If you want to come in, that'd be great. Join the discussion. It's fun. A little Q&A. You can throw out some, some ideas. Uh, so, be blessed. Find power in the pauses of your life. Thanks for joining me this morning.